Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. From toxic types to cheating scandals, this is Love and Reality. You're as fake as your nose, lip and boob job. Definitely when I first saw you, I was like, okay, not my type, but... You have wasted my time. Hi, I'm Madison Hockey, and each week we look at love, sex and dating through the lens of reality TV. Today I'm joined by former Mass Bride, the lovely Casey Osborne. Casey, how are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. So what's life post-reality show like for you? Um, it was weird for a while, especially straight after the show. It just kind of all, everything changes. Mm. Everything completely changes. Um, and now that there's been a bit of time, I feel like I'm just getting back into normal life. Maths is back. Yes. Married at first sight. Week one, excitement, chaos. It's a lot. There's mm-hmm. plenty of drama going on. Um, I think every time a new season begins, I know I'm asking myself why on earth someone would sign up for a reality dating show, especially mm-hmm. Married at First Sight. I mean, can you give us some insight? Why did you decide to sign on? Well, you know, I've said this before, but they approached me. So it's not like I was like, oh, I'm going to sign up and marry a stranger. To be honest, I couldn't think of anything worse. When I was approached, I was like, that is embarrassing. There is absolutely no way that I'm going to marry a complete stranger. And then um, I think one of my girlfriends had said something to me during the week that kind of rattled me. She said, oh, it's going to be so hard for you to find someone now that you've just moved back to Australia. I mean, everyone my age is in my area having kids and has a husband And um, after I said no, I couldn't sleep that night. And I was like, you know what, why not just take this as an experience? You know, you only live once, got that tattooed on my finger just the other week. Um, Go, go and have fun. If it works out great, if it doesn't, hey, you did it. You did something really cool that, you know, not many people get to do. So um, for me, an experience. And if I got love at the end of it, amazing. And if I didn't, well, you know. Back to the back to the um, drawing board, I guess. <laughs> it definitely is an experience. Uh, I mean, how did you get approached? How does one just come up to you in the street and say, "Hey, want to come on a reality dating show?" You know, they slid in my DMs. That's all I can really say. I think, um, you know, obviously I was in America and I had a pretty good career over there um, years before that. I got a bit of press in Australia about, you know, being managed by Christina Milian and um, kind of being in that, you know, in Hollywood crowd. So I I was a little bit known to some people in the media and um, I announced that I was moving home, I think just on my Instagram and someone has seen it and they thought this girl is single, she's coming home. Um, she's lived in LA for 10 years. Maybe she might be a bit messed up, so she might make great TV. Let's, um, let's put her on. So, yeah. I mean, there's only three success stories out of like seven seasons so far. And I feel like the start of each new season should almost come with like a Hunger Games style warning. Like may the odds be in your favor, even though we don't know, we don't think they are. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, 
kind of makes people question if the stars coming on the show are there for love or fame. Did you ever kind of question anyone on your season whether they were there for the right reason? I think at the end of the day, if you're single, um, if you're being really honest with yourself, it is so nice to be in love and find someone. So I think everyone on that show hopes that they meet, you know, their life partner. Um, I, I mean... And then if they don't, like I said, you just have to take it to an experience and the things that do come with maths after, you know, you do get the trolling and you do get the bad things, but then there are so many perks as well. So, I mean, I'm not really there to like call people out. I just know from myself, like it would have been amazing to have gone on that show and to have found my life partner. Um, I didn't, but I, but I also learned a lot as well, a lot about me. I feel like I really grew up in that, that whole like experiment, so... Yeah, totally. I can yeah. see how that would really open your eyes to a few things. It did. I don't know if I'm more scarred now or what <laughs> I was before I went on the show. I mean, uh, I don't know. I think it's, uh, I don't know. I just feel like you try so hard in that show. Something happens in your brain in that experiment where you're convinced you like your partner. Like I was like, no, I do. I really like him. And um, now that I'm away from it and back in the real world, I think to myself, he is so not your type. What were you thinking? But I was so in it at the time. And there were moments where I'd get really upset because he wasn't that into me. And I'd be like, mom, you know, he's just not that into me. Mom's like, why do you care? He's not your type. I'm like, no, he is. Like something happens where you just, I don't know if it's the producers, like, come, come on, you got to make this work. But yeah, I think a lot of people in there think they really like their partners. <laughs> when they go back to the real world, they're like, no, nah, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> do you think that's part of what what fuels that that you've got the cameras on you mm. you're aware of this you really want it to work you want to find love and then it makes you kind of act a little bit crazy I think because there's nothing else really going on in the time that you're in the experiment it's just you and the partner and you do I mean you're very close to them you're with them pretty much every single second of every single day and you do you form a bond you do. It's it's just an experience you'll remember, you know, when you're 80 years old and you're sitting there telling your, your grandkids. It's an experience that will just stay with you. So I think you do bond with that person. And I think at that time in your life, you think it matters so much. I wish I could redo it all over again and know what I know now. What would you do differently, though? I would not take <laughs> Fair enough. So There's you so many times I'm like, how did I just allow that? How did I allow someone to just sit there and continually tell me that I'm not their type. Why was I fighting for it? I'm sorry, but if I'm not your type, see you later. I think we've seen a lot of that this week. I mean, we've seen Bryce tell Melissa that she's not his type, mm -hmm. but she's not ugly. Outrageous. Do you think that kind of who, feels... I'm <laughs> sorry, but like, who says that? I don't know. I mean, I... I honestly don't. I think a lot of people sat there and were a bit baffled by that comment. Is I mean, that like an harsh. emotional intelligence? I mean, I just don't understand how you think that that is okay I think to say to somebody. I think it's being warranted by this idea that it's being honest. At least you're being honest. But the, I think there's a difference between Honesty honest. without tact is cruelty. Mm, exactly, exactly. So do you think people like, I guess, Melissa kind of get wrapped up in all of this and, and think you know, I've, I've got to try and make yeah. this work. Look, I haven't seen too much of it. I did watch that scene though. And I think she's a sweet girl. I think she probably just wears, I think she's innocent. Like I think she wears her heart on her sleeve and, you know, it's great that Bryce is honest, but he didn't need to say it like that. Like he could have said, you're so gorgeous. Um, 
maybe straight away I wouldn't have been completely drawn to you but you know you're beautiful and now that I'm getting to know you like you're gorgeous and I'm you know there's just a way Mm. there's just a way to say it I mean but then again people are really making such a big thing of that which they should because you just don't say that it's wrong and she would feel like shit she'd be like well what what's wrong with me which I know how that feels because and I'm not hating on Drew because I know Drew is a good person and we're we're fine but you know constantly being told like you know you're not my type because of what you do to your looks and your plastic surgery and all that's that stuff's painful yeah I don't need to say that I, I don't know how you sat through that. I don't know how Melissa sits through that. I mean, I feel like my self-esteem would take a huge blow after something like that. How did you come out of out of the experiment and still feel like you were okay with yourself? You know what? I didn't. I actually didn't. Before I went into the experiment, um, moving back from LA, I was in a really strong, good place and I was so happy. I had no idea what was next for me when I got home. Um, no idea. I just had this gut feeling, you know, you've got to come home. Everything's going to work out for you. I knew it was the right thing to do. And then, you know, I went into the experiment and I think the five weeks of being with him and I knew he was a good person and I was attracted to him, but I couldn't get my head around why he didn't like me. And I think I was trying so hard to like prove myself that I got lost in the process. And I think that's honestly why I went for Michael. Well, Michael went for me, but I think that's why I gave in to Michael after um, maths because I went from a guy telling me, you're not my type, I would never date a girl like you, to then me and Michael being friends, um, you know, him and his relationship not working out, him being upset, and then him straight after the show where I am vulnerable, not feeling good about myself, going, you are amazing. What I would do to have a girl like you. Oh, my God, like, you're perfect. And I was like take me like I just it was like it was so crazy I mean now I know it's more important to know yourself and not have anyone tell you those things and your that's why your self-worth is so important self-love those are the things you have to work on but at the time I'd felt so rejected and I had this guy just telling me everything I really wanted to hear what do you make of everyone so far we talked earlier in the podcast about love and fame and the reason for coming on the show do you think everyone there is there for the right reason um okay so my favorite I'm just gonna say my favorite is it Sam the blonde I think she's so cute Samantha yes yeah she's gorgeous isn't she so cute I I really like her yeah she's great building up her empire yeah she's just cool and she's funny she's got bubbly personality like her a lot um I'm not sure if everyone is there for the right reasons I'm gonna be totally honest with you so at east on easter Michael and I actually went to Bryce and his fiance's home. You're kidding me. For a Easter dinner. Bryce had like interviewed Michael, obviously. Um, he interviewed me on the radio as well, but I couldn't remember. He said I was hard to interview. Anyway, um, also, <laughs> I think I'm find pretty that, freaking good. find that hard to believe. Yeah, I'm like, me. So anyway, we went to their house and... I honestly thought this is it, like he's going to marry her. She was super, they were just like a normal, nice couple that had been together for a long time. And he was um, outside with Michael, like cooking the barbecue. I sat in with her having coffee, speaking about, you know, their relationship, my relationship. They'd been together for so long. And I, yeah, like I was very shocked they broke up. They were not a couple to me. I mean, obviously I don't know them that well. I wasn't in their relationship. But at that night, that time, they seemed like a solid 
couple and then I swear it was like weeks later um, Michael was like Bryce is going on maps I said who who's Bryce I was so confused he's like Bryce who and I said how is he what and, and he goes yeah he he dumped his fiance what a revelation so was there any talk of married at first sight while you guys were over for dinner was he picking your brains about the show oh my god <laughs> um yeah there was a lot of talk of it and look he was very friendly to us, so I'm not like sitting here going, he's a bad guy. I'm just talking from experience. But um, he was really talking about maths, but I thought it was just because he'd interviewed all of us. Naturally. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I, because I really liked my maths ex- um, experience. So I was like, yeah, I loved it. It was fun. I had the best time. Little did I know, I was like selling him. You might have just convinced him to go on. I pro- probably did. <laughs> And so did you hear about them breaking up before he was announced for going on the show? Yeah, he. I think he'd messaged Michael saying that he had applied. He'd applied, but not mm. that he'd split with his fiance. Well, I think it goes hand in hand, doesn't it? Oh, my God, I guess. And Michael, Michael was shocked. Michael was like, can you believe it? Like, what the hell? Like, Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm shocked. I'm shook. I don't even know what to say. Yeah, I know. And so, so that's what, but, but you never, but you never know. Like mm. you never know what goes on behind closed doors. Maybe he was always going to break up with her. Then this just kind of came about. But she was, she was nice. I don't know. I heard on the radio today of them going, oh, you know, I think um, Bryce's, I don't know, fiance could have been a nightmare or something. I'm like, that's not cool. You don't know how. We all act a bit like nightmares after breakups. Let's be honest. I just don't think it's nice to, kind of, you know. Well, I have just sat here as few at Michael. <laughs> not, not a nightmare, though, you know. Like, I'm sure her feelings are hurt sitting there watching him on that. I think there's a difference between someone sitting there and recounting and saying, yes, she was a nightmare, and someone else sitting there and going, well, I heard this. Yeah. Or she, mu- she must have been a nightmare. Yeah. Like, that's not cool. No, you but we don't assume. know her. We don't know her. And we also don't know what happened within their relationship for it to, to break down, but maybe a little bit too soon to go straight from that. A bit harsh. Mm. straight from that to now she's got to sit through and watch this. Exactly. I mean, it must be hard for her to have to sit there and watch, you know, ex-fiance, not just an ex-boyfriend, someone you're supposed to marry on on TV, hooking up with someone else. I mean, what a way to break up. So I would soon. die. I, w- I don't know how it would go. <laughs> It'd be really hard. Yeah. I mean, props <laughs> to her. And then being splashed all over the news would be really difficult. Mm-hmm. I don't know how someone would deal with that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Give a girl a break. I know. Well, let's see how it ends for him. I hope he made the right decision. We'll see. I guess mm-hmm. time will tell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Casey, thank you so much for coming in today thank for, you for Love in Reality. Mm-hmm. It's been an absolute pleasure. And man, did we find out some... Uh... <laughs> I know. I always go away. I mean, I came into this being like, okay, be very careful what you say. But no, I'm just myself. And, you know, like I said, being honest is just important. And yeah, things happen. People aren't always going to (laughs) like. Love it. We love honesty here. I'm sure you guys do. I'm sure. (laughs) Thanks so much for coming again. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. Mom 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.